Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Andrew. And I'm Janelle. And this is His and Her Perspective. Where we're better, better together. together. So today we want to talk about when God says wait, as it refers to a romantic relationship or pursuing a spouse. Um, we feel like it's a reoccurring theme in, you know, people's lives around us. It was our life story, you know, it was our testimony also. Um, and so we just really want to talk about the process and we want to talk about the purpose and also just give some practical tips on, you know, what do you do when God's telling you wait on pursuing a romantic relationship? Um, also, we want to preface it with not everybody is going to be married. If you don't have a desire to be married, that's fine. If you want to serve the Lord single, that's fine. Also, I guess another preface is we are Christians. We speak from a Christian perspective and more than likely we're speaking to Christians. Uh, we also serve as pastors at a local church and um, we just really want to help people walk through this season if they're single and desiring to be married, but God is saying, wait. Yeah, so um, like she said, you know, even um, in the scriptures, um, in the Bible, Apostle Paul, he was he was, you know, he pretty much wrote majority of the New Testament, and he was a single man, and um, God used him incredibly. You know, his life was dedicated to ministry, and you know, really did a lot of things to really shape the world we live in today. Um, but so, like she said, everybody, you know, marriage is not for everyone, um, but I believe that it's for a lot of people, though. And so in the in the place of that, a lot of times where a lot of people are really looking to get married, looking to find that spouse, you know, you want to have that companionship. And, um, you know, uh, it's important to as you're pursuing to be in the right posture of your heart and your own life so that when it comes, you're ready. It's um, you can have a, a flourishing marriage. You can have a flourishing family. And so going to um, reference of our story you know we didn't get together until five years later we met five at, we we met and um at a bible college in columbus ohio and then we didn't get back get actually together until five years later and so with that it's a process there's a time table i believe with um concerning you know marriage or even just being in a rom romantic relationship because if you're getting in a romantic relationship, you have to ask yourself the question, um, where is this going? Um, because if I'm just in a romantic relationship with somebody and I don't really have a vision for it, if I don't, I'm not trying to marry this person, I'm not really trying to be committed, um, then at the end of the day, you could really destroy each other in the process. A lot of times that's where a lot of um, brokenness comes. People don't trust because you, you sacrifice and you commit yourself to someone and then the relationship breaks off. So, um, you know, with that being said, one thing I believe that can that hinders people um, or can hinder you in the process of whether you're dating or looking to court with someone is the pressure of people. You know, one thing people a lot of times can, uh, you know, a lot of times people can encourage you or say, you know, you're going to get married. You know, I see you having a family and being a good father, a good mother and blah, blah, blah. And those, those things are good, but one of the things, even concerning prophecy, um, sometimes we have to understand that there's still a timetable. Um, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes 3 that there is a time for every purpose under heaven. Everything 
has time to it because of the process of becoming and developing. Um, so we want to make sure that we're developing in our singleness, developing in our character, developing in, you know, being healed emotionally, getting financial things in order so that when, when a spouse comes, you know, we can thrive. Yeah, definitely. You know, one of the scriptures that comes to my mind is he makes everything beautiful in its time. And, you know, we come from a, a generation that wants everything quickly. I know we say that and it sounds cliche and overused, but when we really look at our patience and our ability to endure, um, a lot of times we lack in the patience area and not just patience with people, but patience with time. Um, you know, I think it, it's a fruit of the spirit, long suffering to be able to suffer for a long time. And, you know, that can be in the area of singleness. You can legitimately want a relationship and be told to wait. Um, and so I think, you know, one of the things that comes to me, it's it's a little funny, but you who like food will, will understand what I'm saying, is, you know, if you think about a crock pot, like it's literally called a slow cooker and you're not going to get that meal in, in 30 minutes. You know, sometimes it takes five hours for that meat to be tender and for it, for the flavors to soak in. And to me, it speaks to time, um, that sometimes when we allow something to fulfill its time, it's going to be better. It's going to, you know, you can get in a relationship prematurely. Um, but if you're still dealing with insecurities, jealousy, if you're still dealing with bad habits, you know, there's, there's still a natural consequence to those things. Um, and so, you know, I think that's one thing, even when we talk about our story, is I can look back and see how God used that time in between Andrew and I meeting. We recognized we were interested in each other, but we didn't date. But then in the time we actually got together, how much healing and wholeness happened in my own life. I wasn't perfect when we got married. We still dealt with things, but I would, I had experienced a lot of internal growth in between that time. And so I look back and thank God for that time. I'm grateful he told me not to pursue Andrew in the moment. You know, I'm thankful for the time it took because it's made me better and it made me more equipped for our marriage. Yeah, it really did. Because like you said, if, if we would have got together during that time, you know, you know, we probably wouldn't still be married today, you know, um, just having, uh, you know, just dealing with our own uh, identity issues, you know. Um, so, you know, it's it's really good. But I'm going to read the scripture just talking about, you know, enduring and really the beauty of uh, char character development. Um, it's in Romans, uh, Romans 5, 3, it says, and not only that, it says, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance and perseverance, character and character with character, hope. It says, now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit who has, who was given to us. You know, so I believe one of the things, um, as you're walking through your relationship with God, one of the things the Lord is very, um, I would say sure on is our our growth um, and you know so just getting into marriage or in a relationship with somebody and you're not really in a place uh, you haven't grown to a certain level of character a certain level of you know um, identity 
and maturity about yourself, um, a lot of times I believe God, it's not that God's saying you're not ready, for, that, you're, that you're not going to get married or you're not going to have that spouse. You're never going to. But I believe it's more so when God speaks that word to you or you know, okay, I'm going to get married. Really, the first thing isn't to just say, well, I'm just going to go look for someone. I'm going to, oh, I'm ready. You know, it, it's more so God prepare me. God, get me ready. Um, you know, because it's responsibility when you are you come into a covenant with someone to say that, oh, you're my spouse now. You know, I'm your, your wife. I'm your husband. You know, and there, there's a lot of sacrifice there. And if you haven't sacrificed um, in your single life um, in certain things, you won't sacrifice when you're married. And because that's why there are things um, in marriage, that's things called idolatry, you know, where you, you know, spouses cheat or where you have communication issues, you have financial issues, you know, you have, um, you know, just because you get married doesn't mean your past is wiped away. You still have to deal with your soul. You have still, you still come to the table when it comes to marriage, when it comes to any relationship, even friendships, you still going to show up. You can never run from yourself. You're always going to be the person that's going to show up. You know, and so I think it gets to the point where we have to realize, you know, marriage is not a cheapskate thing. It's not a cheapskate thing where I'm just going to use this to, man, I'm just going to uh, get in a relationship with somebody and it's going to all be better. I'm going to feel better about myself. I'm going to love myself better. But you are still going to be there. And so, you know, there's such a process in being developed in your character, you know, being healed um, from trauma from disappointments and all that stuff that, you know, and when you, as you walk with the Lord, there's, there's so much beauty. And as the time presents itself, you know, like God told Adam, he said, God had gave Adam, a, you know, he gave him the assignment to name the animals and steward the garden of Eden and stuff like that. And he said, look, it's not good that man should be alone. And, you know, he didn't just say that just to say it, but he said it because Adam needed help, you know, and so marriage has purpose in it. And even as, you know, as men, as, as we gain spouses come along, men really are supposed to be, as women also, I'm not negating the woman at all, but I'm just speaking from a perspective of a husband like I am now and a man, that we are to have things in the position so when, when the woman, when she comes, when the spouse comes, God is like, okay, you need some help. Um, and she, so... Uh, you know, as, as your spouse comes, she has something to eat from. She has something to put her to, to help plow and help you build and grow in. And that's why as men, we need to have vision. Women, Like I said, women too. But definitely as men, as we have vision, women have a space to come into and expand and grow. I love how Miles Monroe uh, said, he said, you know, if you give a woman, um, if you give her a house, she'll make it a home. If you give her, um, if you give her flowers, she'll make a cake. If you give her love, she'll, you know, um, she'll make a, a, a great family or something like that. But it's just the perspective of what are you going to bring to the table is more important than just saying, I'm ready to get married. Yeah. And I think, too, um, one thing that pops out to me that I wanted to bring up in this conversation is, you know, when God says, wait, what does that look like? Um, and one of the things is to pursue God open-ended, you know, so often we'll put God in this box and say, okay, God, you told me to wait. So I'm going to get myself ready as a husband when God just wants you to get ready as a son, you know, or as a daughter. 
um, instead of putting God on this like goal, like, okay, God, I'm going to work on my finances and work on my heart. And then you're going to give me my wife or my husband because it may not work like that. And then your whole pursuit of God was based on this goal that he didn't even set. You know, he didn't even say, I'm going to give you a husband in a year. You know, he didn't say, I'm going to, you know, you're going to get married in a year. You said, I'm going to pursue God for this next year. And then I'm going to be ready for marriage. And then, you know, that disappointment can crush your soul. Um, So I think that's just one, one major point when if God tells you to either cut off a dating relationship or you know not try to talk to somebody or get to know people in the season you're in um, is to pursue God with an open end and in that pursuit you learn the father's heart because God's plans are good for us he knows everything about us he knows the future he knows what's coming and to really learn to trust him Um, so I think in that pursuit you learn God's heart as a father, um, that a father has his children's best interests at heart, even if it looks like discipline. You know, the Bible talks about that. Discipline is love. If we're not disciplined, we're bastards. You know, we're not, we're not even in his care. Um, but the fact that he disciplines us is that he's showing his love. So if he says, hey, don't even think about a relationship right now, Of course, you're going to be a little sad for the most part, but at the end of the day, he has a purpose and he has a reason for it. He knows why he's saying that, you know, whether it's your spouse is getting ready or it's you getting ready, you're all both or whatever. God is so intentional. He's intelligent. He's mindful of us. And so I think to not see it as punishment, but more as a blessing and as a good thing, if he says, wait, um, now there's a whole nother concept and conversation we can have about preparation and about when do you feel like you're ready for marriage and and what do you feel like if, if you feel like you're ready but you don't have any any prospects in front of you you know all of that um but i think really to have the heart to say you know god i'm pursuing you with everything whether you give me a spouse sooner later really later mm-hmm. you know that you know, you just have that pursuit of God in your life, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even just looking back to where, you know, uh, marriage first started with Adam and Eve, Adam, God brought, God pulled the woman out of the rib of Adam and created the woman. And so, you know, I believe a lot of times God is, as God is preparing us, you know, um, you know, God in a sense with Adam, he had to recognize God pulled the rib and created the woman. But it was at the point where um, Adam said, this is my um, flesh, bone of my bone, flesh of my flesh. He saw and he said, whoa, that's a woman. He was a wild, you know, because, you know, women are beautiful and women have futures. And God has, you know, blessed women um, gratefully, graciously. And but he had to um, he was God brought her to the point where he had to recognize her. And, um, you know, and I believe that's the purpose of the timing, because God, obviously, Adam was busy doing stuff. But it was a time period where he now began to see um, he saw potential in a woman. He saw he saw his helpmate. He saw, um, you know, 
the, the, the very woman that he wanted to be in his life. And so I believe it comes a point where, man, just be encouraged where you are. Because trust me, when time, when the time is right, it's going to be right. You know, when the time is right, you know, you're not, you're not going to have to be, um, man, is this it or she it? You're going to know, especially if you've been with God. Um, the Bible says he that finds a, you know, he that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. You know, one of the things about the favor of God is, you know, when, you know, when the favor of God comes, it's not just because, you know, um, sometimes the favor is because of the responsibility, you know, sometimes the favor comes because God knows, you know, you know, he that finds that your wife, your wife is, you know, has needs, you know, your wife has um, things that she desires to do, things that, you know, you're going to have to now be have to take care of certain things you're going to have to say yes to certain things now and so favor comes god favors us and favors and so you you want to make sure you're under the umbrella of god's will you know because like you said there's favor there there's grace there and um the blessing of the lord is there to be with you so i think that we're you know just wanted to get on here and share with you guys a little bit encourage you you know um you know, what do you do when God says wait? And, you know, whether you're waiting or whether you're ready, blessings to you. But either way, it's worth it all at the end. So listen, until our next episode, you guys be blessed. Be um, just enjoy the process of where God has you. And either way, like I said, it's going to be good. Um, and so until the next episode, God bless you guys. Love you guys. Bye bye.